At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. two and completely ready here on primetime action uh matt brown adam candy kelly bidlin and danielle alvari we are well into a couple of different playoff basketball games two more still to come as well also a playoff hockey game still for the puck to drop we'll talk to andy mcneil here shortly get his thoughts on that one see if there's any edge to be had any prop bets maybe that we want to get in and take a look at um we talked about this right before we went to break kelly but really when you look at this i mean the the story right now in in this wizards and 76ers game really comes down to the fact that the Wizards have handed them the ball uh, so many times. I mean, it's not like the the Sixers are, have done all that much from three. They're 7 of 19 as to where the uh, the Wizards are 7 of 14, so they're not, they don't have an edge there. Free throw shooting, they're 22 of 29. The, the Wizards are 20 of 23. So it really does come down to the fact that they've just been sloppy with the ball, and the culprits have been the guys who are getting the most usage. Westbrook, four turnovers, and Beal, five turnovers. Yeah, I mean, that's always like that's been the Achilles heel for this duo, right? Is that they turn the ball over too much, unfortunately. And that is where we sit right now. And Beal has 30 points in this game. Westbrook has 22. And they find themselves struggling right now because, again, they just keep giving the ball to the Sixers uh, in that one for free. And then, um, Adam, we do have this Yankee game up here. And the reason we had it going and we were kind of watching it with with one of our eyes is because uh, Yankees decided to put – one of their star players in center field, and everyone was like, "What? Uh, what's going on here? You're baiting me, and I'm not sure why you're baiting <laughs> me, but you're baiting me. Uh, Aaron Judge gets the start in center tonight because apparently when you have one healthy, productive hitter, you might as well play him out of position yeah. in maybe the most athletically demanding spot in all of baseball. So, yep, Aaron Judge starts in center. And by the way, uh, the Yankees, ever since the loss of Aaron Hicks, have been just experimenting in center field. They had Tyler Wade, a converted second baseman, out there. Uh, yep. So everybody who's out there betting the Yankees as the ALE's favorites, <laughs> as the American League favorites, those are your boys, not mine. 
The Hawks with a 52-47 to halftime lead over the Knicks. When we take a look here as to how this is going for the Hawks, if you did bet them and you're looking to uh, maybe for some even some positive regression despite the fact that they're up five points, they are three of 17 from three. Trey Young has made zero of those three-pointers. Bogdanovich has made zero of those three-pointers. So you would think that there would be a little bit of positive regression there. And again, the Hawks are still up five, despite the fact that they're struggling so far from downtown. All five first-half unders in this series. Uh, And something to consider if you haven't been watching this game closely, uh, Chippy does not begin to describe what has been going on between these two teams. Uh, You could easily see an ejection or two in the second half. The referees are going to come out because they had some mess on the way into halftime. Trey Young put a shoulder uh, into Nerland's Noel, and then another Hawk came in, put another shoulder into Nerland's Noel. I don't know why Nerland's Noel is your target uh, of all people. It was Taj Gibson who took a cheap shot in there in the first half, but yeah. Uh, that makes Nick's more sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Taj Gibson getting in the cheap shot makes way more sense than Nerland's Noel. So as we look here, I mean, listen, if you, and if you're a Knicks fan though, and you're, uh, you know, if you want to look for some positive here, five of 11 from the field for Julius Randle, uh, 15 and 10. For him at the half right now. Now he did turn. He turned it over four times, but outside of that, I mean, you have you have finally have a, a good first half from Julius Randle. Which, as you were talking about, Adam, like even when his numbers have looked okay, he is. It has been. It has been coming late in the games. He has not been having good early success. Uh, no, I mean Julius Randle. Uh, they were even highlighting how unsure he looks of himself with Kenny Smith uh, at the break, and as you can tell. He's not getting any help. Uh, 47 points for the Knicks in the first half. Uh, you know, r- regression has found them. The lack of offensive talent has found them. The New York Knicks are likely headed home after tonight, and it's a successful season, even if so. As we take a look here, um, the 9:30 Eastern, 6:30 Pacific Grizzlies Jazz still sitting at nine and a half, 226 your total in that one, and then the 10 Eastern, seven Pacific. The Mavericks and the Clippers, uh, seven and a half. There has an eight did pop out there. So Clippers taking a little bit of money since we've come on air, 217 and a half your total. There it is, primetime action here on a Wednesday. Matt Brown, Adam Candy, Danielle Alvari, and Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. If you want to follow us on the Twitter machine, and you should, at Matt Brown M2, at Adam Candy, that is two E's, no Y, Danielle Alvari, and then at Kelly Vison, as we talked about, we are going to bring in the one, the only, the Canadian phenom himself. Andy McNeil is going to join us. He is going, oh, there it was. Don't Kelly. call him an expert. Just don't call him an expert. That's when you get in trouble. Hey, yes. Yeah. So listen, he is our he is our NHL analyst. And uh, we do have one puck drop to come tonight, Andy, it is the Golden Knights and the Colorado Avalanche coming 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific. As we sit right now, there is as low on the Avalanche as minus 190. You can find that if you want to bet the uh, Golden Knights. There is a one plus 170 out there that can be had um, as well. When you take a look at this one, um, you know, everybody saw what went down. Uh, everybody saw what went down in game one. What are you, uh, what are you seeing in this one? I am seeing a, a bet that will probably win and, and one that will probably lose. And, and of course I'm on the bet that's probably going to lose here. And that's <laughs> the Vegas golden Knights. Um, I do not like this. It, has been uh, one of the most, uh, you know, I've, I've probably been more reluctant to, to place this wager than I have any wager all season. And I typically don't, uh, you know, feel very, very reluctant when I'm, I'm looking at a, a game that, you know, has a, a team that I like uh, that I think is pretty good um, priced, you know, at around plus 170, plus 165 here. Uh, but that's the case tonight. I, I really, uh, I really can't wrap my head around how, the Golden Knights are going to be able to make the necessary adjustments to really combat what this Avalanche team is is going to throw at them. Obviously, Marc Andre Fleury uh, is is a difference maker, and uh, you know he arguably the the best goaltender uh, in the NHL right now. Um, but uh, I, I don't know, guys. It's it's going to be tough. The Avalanche really really dominated, and it wasn't all on Robin Leonard. 
that's for sure. So, um, you know, I expect I expect a def, uh, an admirable effort out of the Golden Knights tonight. I guess I'll bet on that. But uh, I definitely I definitely don't feel good about it. I went pretty hard, to be honest. I, I actually risked uh, quite a, a large percentage relative to what I'm usually betting on a single game, uh, uh, you know, um, in, in game one. Uh, and I'm not going quite as hard here tonight, that's for sure. So, Andy, it sounds like you are fairly convinced from what you saw in Game 1 that there are some structural flaws here for the Golden Knights in facing the Colorado Avalanche that go beyond the fact that, you know, we're not going to see a 7-1 game every night, quite obviously, but the Avalanche uh, certainly looked to be in every area of the game the stronger team in Game 1. Yeah, I mean, I think if you guys remember back to the regular season, um, I don't know if the, I don't know if it was the 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 outdoor game or the one after it, um, but the the Avalanche spanked uh, the Golden Knights um, earlier in the regular season, uh, and it was a similar score. Uh, there was a big you know a big big margin of victory there, um, but the Knights came back and they they played well. So I mean they're they're capable of of doing so. Uh, there might have been some injuries to play back at at that time, but. Um, you know, the, the Knights are better than a 7-1 to one defeat, that's for sure. Um, but with that being said, I'm, I'm definitely betting against uh, some uh, human achievement here. And uh, I have uh, I've got um, some bets against uh, William Carlson under, uh, under one point. Uh, well, it's half a point. Uh, minus 145. Riley Smith under a point. Uh, minus 65. Um, Alex Tuck under a point minus 35 and minus 60 uh, and the big one uh, max patch under a point uh, plus 110 so there's a little bit of action there uh, kind of goes against uh, my my money line wager but uh when when you've got perceived positive expected value uh, it's okay to bet against yourself andy uh i want to point out specifically uh, against the Minnesota Wild, you also had faded that second line of the Vegas Golden Knights uh, in the last time we talked to you. Something in particular uh, with that group that's led you to go against them? Well, I think the the I think um, the numbers that are being offered by sports books reflect uh, more of the total package. What we'd expect out of these players on a you know in an average game, maybe. Uh, compared to what we would expect out of them against this this Colorado Avalanche uh, team and and the Minnesota Wild uh, as well, because you know I, I know that the series kind of got out of hand uh, towards the end of it, but it was uh, you know a battle between two defensive stalwarts for uh, you know quite a while there. So um, I, I don't think it necessarily the, these these prices necessarily reflect what will happen uh, more often than not here, uh, you know, given the matchup and given the the defensive juggernaut that that the Avalanche are, um, they they aren't just you know dynamic offensively. They are one of the best defensive teams uh, that we've seen in hockey over the last couple of years, uh, which is why some people and and kind of rightfully so, I guess, have uh, scoffed at uh, Philip Grabauer being nominated for the Vesna Trophy here. Uh, it hasn't really uh, gone over too well in the hockey community, I guess. Um, Vasilevsky, great choice. Flurry, obviously a great choice. Um, those two guys really carried their teams at points this year. I don't think Grabauer necessarily did that. I mean, statistically, he faced one less expected goal per game than uh, just about everybody else who's in that discussion yeah. uh, at the top. So, yeah, team defense certainly contributed to kind of a Martin Brodeur effect uh, for Philip Grubauer there in terms of the team defense helping him out. Montreal and Winnipeg in action right now. Uh, this was five and a half heavily juiced to the under and What's going on here with the uh, with the Canadians? Three goals in the first period against Connor Hellebuck, who obviously was outstanding against the Oilers. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure that uh, you can pin it on on Connor Hellebuck. Uh, you know, it looked like a, a couple of breakdowns in in their own zone around their own net uh, in terms uh, in the Jets. I mean, um, but yeah, no great start for the Habs here. Uh, obviously, a lot was made out of uh, the rest situation for Winnipeg and I do think it, it you know I, I, I thought it would give them a little bit of an advantage considering that that Montreal just finished up less than 48 hours ago um, you know but people are looking at what Colorado did uh, in game one after being off for so long they're looking at what Boston did uh, after game one 
you know, in game one after being off for so long, but they, they are, you know, mentioning the fact that though Colorado and Boston are elite teams, the Winnipeg Jets are not an elite team. Uh, they're, you know, relatively even matched, evenly matched against the Canadians. And, you know, something interesting uh, about this series, I actually came in with the Jets um, 57, winning 57% of the time as, as my projection for the series uh, that, Obviously, doesn't look like it was uh, very accurate. Um, but I, I think, you know, we look at expected goals, we look at Corsi, and, and those are great metrics. Uh, but over the past two seasons, we've got the Montreal Canadiens who have, you know, underperformed what we would expect given their Corsi, their shot share, uh, their, their expected goal share. Um, they scar score far less goals than we would expect them to. Uh, and then you have the Winnipeg Jets, who you know overperform, who aren't a good goal, or aren't a good team, uh, you know, when looking through the lens of expected goals or Corsi, uh, but they greatly overperform. So I think you know at this point, given what we know about these two teams, we can put way more stock into you know the traditional things like goals for and goals against when looking at this matchup. And and the Jets are frankly just better. So I think as the series goes on, um, Winnipeg will be the better team overall, but uh, that remains to be seen. Andy, looking ahead to tomorrow, we know that you were very high on the Bruins. Uh, now that you've gotten two games in the series to kind of evaluate uh, what the Bruins and Islanders, how this is going to shake out, what is your opinion? You're still as high as you were, and you still think that this is the Bruins series to lose? Uh, I do. I, I think, obviously, they've you know given away uh, home ice advantage here, and, and the series is shifting back to uh, Long Island. I think the home ice advantage um, – in Brooklyn or Long Island, uh, have you, uh, what have you, uh, is a little bit overstated here to say the least. Um, pretty big shift from where we were at at minus 200. We've got Craig Smith, uh, coming back. It looks like, uh, and he's, he's been great on that line with Taylor Hall and David Krejci, uh, has really made, you know, kind of a one a and one B in Boston there. So, um, you know, coming back on the Bruins here at around minus 40 tomorrow, I, I, I think it's safe to say that I'll, I'll be looking at that when I when I wake up tomorrow. Series price on the Lightning and the Hurricanes. Andy has moved out to Lightning minus 625. Hurricanes plus 425 with Tampa up two to nothing. Uh, how are you feeling about the Tampa Bay Lightning at this point? Uh, it feels <laughs> like it is such a different team by adding in the players who they were missing now that uh, we've seen what they've become here in the playoffs. Well, I think, you know, I think there's there's kind of there's the team we saw in the regular season, there's the team that we saw last year uh, in the regular season in the playoffs that won the Stanley Cup. And then there's this team right now. And I think really they're all kind of different. I don't necessarily think that they're, you know, as good as they were when they won the Stanley Cup. I don't think they were as bad or as bad as they were, um, you know, as far as their standards go, uh, as they were in the regular season. Um, but but this Tampa Bay Lightning team is interesting. And I, and I was talking with a friend the other day and I um, – you know, I kind of mentioned uh, after game one that I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Lightning were outplayed, uh, you know, in four straight games and, and won four straight games. Uh, it's not that I don't like the Carolina Hurricanes. I think they're a great team. But, um, you know, that's that's just kind of the way the Lightning are built. They look terrible in their own zone at times um, and, and they'll give up you know, quality chances, but Andre Vasilevsky is just so athletic and big and he's just a freak. And maybe my worst hockey take ever was that Vasilevsky uh, wasn't very good and, and, you know, was just kind of propped up by the team that he was on. I think that I, I made an idiot out of myself for, for claiming that a couple of years ago. But, um, you know, this, this, this Carolina team is really good. They're totally capable of getting back into the series, but they've, they're facing some injuries now. Uh, Vincent Trocek. Um, you know, could be out here and and uh, having a, a, a lapse here. But there's another player that's um, oh, and Nito Niederreiter. Sorry, he missed the first two games and his status is still up in the air. So uh, it's not looking good for Tampa Bay. I haven't gotten around to, to updating my uh, series projection, but I was curious to see um, you know what what the status uh, was going to be of those two players. But uh, you know, if they're not in the lineup, that really hurts Carolina's chances because you know what what made what gave them a chance against this lightning team uh of course they've got some great defensemen and great goaltending but uh they've got two really good forward lines and and this you know certainly hurts that 
Andy, one last question. I asked this um, looking a bit forward and mostly because it's going to be in the news and just in case people are wondering if it means anything. But, uh, of course, I had the draft lottery. Uh, Sabres get the number one pick. The new expansion, Kraken, uh, will have the number two pick. And I think everybody saw what the Vegas Golden Knights did in year one. They came in and they had a lot of advantages uh, in the way that expansion draft was set up. Uh, could you maybe temper it for people a little bit in terms of the Seattle Kraken and in terms of expectations? Because they get the number two pick, but they're they're not going to have quite the same situation in the expansion draft that the Golden Knights did. Yeah, I, I mean, don't look at the Golden Knights as you're an exa- as an example of of what to expect. Uh, when, when, you know, when we have an expansion draft like the one we're about to have every year, it floods somewhere. And uh, in 2017, it, it flooded in Vegas. I mean, it was, uh, they were a very good team, but, but what happened was, was totally, uh, you know, unlikely and, and, you know, almost impossible. Uh, and I, and I doubt anything like that will, will happen again. Um, I would expect that that some of the, the you know, executives and managers around the league have uh, smartened up a little bit. Um, you know, maybe the offerings won't be uh, anywhere close to what they, they were um, when when Vegas entered the league. Um, you know, if, if I was actually going to ask right off the top here, uh, what what where did Vegas pick in the first round that year? I, I can't remember. And I was they, curious about that. They right? had three picks in that first round. I believe the okay. first of them was somewhere in the in the uh, low teens. And that I oh, believe okay. was Nick Suzuki, who is starring for the uh, Montreal Canadiens right now. Yeah, I, I, I mean, if I had clown makeup here, I would put it on, as I told you guys, how many times I've bet uh, under points on Nick Suzuki and lost <laughs> in the last uh, little bit. But, uh, yeah, no. Uh, so, um, yeah, no, it's it's a great start for the, the Seattle franchise. Uh, and uh, I'm, you know, I like you said, to temper your expectations. Uh, I saw, I believe I saw... 66 and a half as a kind of like a preliminary over under points total uh, that that one sports book had put out. Somebody had asked me about it um, and I thought that was was pretty reasonable. I mean, not as bad as the worst team last year, not as good as the, the best worst team. So I think uh, I think that's where we're at. We're probably looking at a pretty mediocre to below average team here. He is our NHL analyst. Follow him on Twitter at Digital Gambler. He's good on the Twitter. When, when he tweets, you know, he doesn't tweet very often. When he does, he's I've pretty been, good. I've been a little bit loud and obnoxious lately. I mean, it's playoff time. Everybody wants to talk hockey. So. That's, hey, that's, that's, what, that's what the Twitter's <laughs> for. Amen you get that. loud and you get obnoxious. That's what the Twitter's for. So follow Gosh. him at Digital Gambler. Andy McNeil, Andy, thanks for the time, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Good luck tonight. I am uh, I'm not going to win uh, my Washington Wizards money line bet. Uh, Adam, you are going to need them to get it together even for the six to get home. This has been so incredibly sloppy, and uh, I don't know why I would expect anything different from this team. It was uh, I guess I fell a little bit of a little bit of a prisoner to the fact that Embiid wasn't going to be out there. Well, you also watched the second half of that game in Game Four in which these two teams looked like equals. And in fact, you watched the first half of this game yeah. in which these two teams looked like equals. It's just amazing to me that the Washington Wizards are so bad defensively. They've given up 110 to a Sixers team with no Joel Embiid with eight and a half remaining. The yeah. Sixers team total, I believe, was 119 in this game, and they're going to blow past that. Yeah, it's just, it's it's unbelievable. Um, but again, they lead by 11 here with 822 left. So, it is a game of runs, and we maybe could see one, but it does not look very promising. We'll run through the MLB scoreboard. We haven't done that all night long. It's primetime action here on BC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Download the DraftKings Casino app now and use promo code VSIN to get a deposit bonus up to $1,500. DraftKings Casino has hundreds of ways to play. Choose from slots, blackjack, roulette, and so much more. It's also U.S.-based, making it safe, secure, and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available to play in New Jersey, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia only. Must be 21 or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. For entertainment purposes only, no results guaranteed. Void where prohibited. See casino.draftkings.com for full details. Matt Brown. So you have an under one and a half goals in the first period. They score four and then go the entire second and score zero. Close. So fun times. Yeah. Fun times for that. Uh, stay, still three to one, Montreal and Winnipeg there. I will go ahead and I understand there's a long way to go in this season. I will go ahead and take the L on the Twins here. Uh, this team, Adam, down six to one here to the Orioles, the 18 and 37 Orioles. Uh, this Twins team just is, I mean, three hits tonight for, for a team that is just, you know, again, when you look up and down that lineup, this team should hit. This team has has players, and uh, it's just not happening. No, I mean, and it has been a collective failure for the Twins. And 
if you want to write yourself a little bit of hope, you can look at the division and say, this is a terrible division. Maybe they'll be able to make their way back in. But when you're busy playing the way against the Orioles that they are in early June, you have to wonder how long it's going to be before Twins management decides to pull the plug on this thing. In a relatively big game, uh, for, for as big as a game could be early on in the season, we do have the Rays and the Yankees going at it. Of course, the Rays 35-21, and 21, the Yankees 30-25. and 25. As we sit right now, bottom of the sixth inning, the Yankees up four to two on the Rays. Jordan Montgomery gives them six innings. I guess he could, in, in theory, still come back out. Uh, six innings, four hits, one earned, uh, two walks, five Ks. He's only thrown 86 pitches, so we might actually see him for the seventh inning in this one. And, you know, uh, for Yankees fans, very good to see Montgomery with that solid start. Well, in that game last night went 11 innings. They used all of the good part of the bullpen, Loisega, Green, Chapman, all through for the Yankees. So I would anticipate that they're going to try to at least go batter to batter with Jordan Montgomery here in the next inning. Bottom of the sixth, Marlins up four to two on the Blue Jays. Uh, Blue Jays with five hits in that one. Marlins only four hits, but four runs on those four hits. Bottom of the sixth, the Nats are up three to one. On the Braves, John Lester on the hill for the Nats. That still seems weird to say, but John Lester, five and two-thirds, only an, only one earned run against the Braves in that one. We are still tied at one in this Red Sox and Astros. Framber Valdez had a rough first inning. He has righted the ship and uh, one-to-one Red Sox and Astros. And we were looking. You know what, Daniel? I did not even look. Did it come? It did not. The run in the Texas-Colorado game came in the third inning. I saw it. It didn't come in the first inning. Yeah. one nothing Texas over Colorado. Um, I can't bet these Astros games. The Astros and the Yankees games are ones I stay away from. Even the Giants is one for first innings because very high chance with the way that they're hitting that there's going to be a yes run, and those are just so hard to predict. And so I like to bet no run in the first inning a lot more, and I bet that on the Astros – yesterday and it didn't happen they did score so it's just that that's definitely a team that's hard to bet those yes or no's on where we did get runs in the first inning uh this cardinals and dodgers game paul goldschmidt takes walker bueller deep in the top of the first and then the dodgers come back in the bottom of the first and put up a three spot and look like they're actually still going uh, putting up a three spot on Carlos Martinez. Mookie Betts gets a hit. Uh, Max Muncy gets walked. Uh, Turner gets a hit. And um, Bellinger gets a hit. So, uh, yes, three to one here in the bottom of the first inning. Mad at myself because the one baseball prop that I started to play today passed on was Justin Turner over one and a half mm. total bases against Carmart. Uh, I didn't like the fact that I was having to pay mo- minus 105 to go over on that. Didn't take it. And, uh, you know. He's gonna he's gonna put all that ginger paint on me. <laughs> and actually, they are definitely still going because they're in, there's not an out, so they have scored three runs with no outs there in the bottom of the first inning. So rough one for him for sure. Some finals from earlier: Cubs six to one over the Padres, Mets seven to six over the Diamondbacks as well. Postponed uh, Phillies and Reds, and also the White Sox and Indians. Those games will be made up. Uh, at a later date. What did we do wrong karmically to end up with these basketball games that we've gotten on the show lately? <laughs> no. Hawks by 16, Philly by 16. There's been very little potential live betting action here uh, over the last few days. It's been the whole first round, it feels like. Yeah, like the, the Eastern Conference uh, games that are early, horrible. Western Conference games late, pretty good. Well, we have a couple of tips still to come. We will take a look at those games. We'll give you the latest lines as well if you still want to get in. It's primetime action here on VEASAN. season is in full swing, so it's the perfect time to work on cashing tickets every day. Our VEASAN experts give you all the tools to make the most of every baseball bet, including live odds and analysis for every game on vcin.com slash MLB and our daily members-only best bet emails. 
Now is the time to start your free trial and take advantage of all the betting opportunities this baseball season at vcin.com slash subscribe. Matt Brown. 122 to 101 76ers with four minutes and 13 seconds left in the fourth quarter. They are going to close this out. And uh, this Wizards team, boy, you got to look back at this and uh, like, not that they were going to win the series or anything like that, but you got to look back at them at this particular game. And I mean, this is, this is what an, what a poor performance to lose by 20 points. I mean, I guess there's still some time left here. They've scored seven points in the fourth quarter of this game. Um, just a just a really, really poor performance. Russell Westbrook, 7 of 20. Beal, 10 of 23. Um, just a, you know, a game that they could have won. Absolutely. Not only a game they could have won, a game they should have won. This should be a Wizards team that the 76ers should not have been able to score with, let alone outscore by 20. And it's been all in the second half. Reminder, guys, this was a tight game at halftime, and the Sixers came out of the break and have wrecked Washington. Heading into the fourth quarter, 74-62, to 62, Hawks over the Knicks. The Knicks score 15 points in the third quarter, have a 12-point deficit to try to overcome to stay alive in that series here against the Hawks. Uh, if you look where the points are coming from, uh, contributions kind of up and down. The roster here, Collins with 11, Hunter with 11. You got Capella with 14, Trey Young with 18. And this is all coming, this 12-point lead, Adam, and this is, you know, this is something, again, look, this Knicks team overperformed all year long, and, and Thibodeau did a fantastic job getting them to the point that they did. But, again, they're going to stop, and they're going to look back at this as well should this game, should they end up losing this game. And, and it, again, 12-point deficit as we head to the fourth quarter. The Hawks are doing this while shooting 5 of 27 from yeah. 3 with Trey Young and Bogdanovich combined a 2 of 14 from 3 and 8 for 30 from the field. Yeah. I mean in in the year of our Lord 2021, the New York Knicks have 62 points at the end of 3 quarters and then it's even for the Knicks this is an abysmal performance. Um again though, as we talked about this was an overperformance by the Knicks throughout the entire season. And I don't think anyone's going to look at it as a failure because you look to the next round and you say with an even remotely healthy Joel Embiid, uh, the Knicks weren't winning a game against right. the Sixers. So, and I'm know. with you there. Um, if, uh, if you want to get in, uh, we're heading to the third period. Montreal, Winnipeg. Uh, Montreal still holding on a 3-1 to one lead. You can get in. If you think Winnipeg can come all the way back, you can find a plus 680 out there, so nearly seven to one for them to come down, uh, come back from down two goals in this one. Uh, and we'd also have that puck drop between the Knights and the Avalanche just a little bit later. Avalanche minus one ninety five, plus one sixty five on the Golden Knights. A big straddle there, actually. Uh, but when we look at this game between Winnipeg and Montreal, keep in mind we were sitting here talking about Boston and the Islanders, right, just a couple days ago, where Boston was down two goals and Boston was. 13 to 1 to come back, right? Now, True. Boston is a far better team than Winnipeg. It's just the Isles are really good on the defensive side of things. So you know, it's just something to factor in here when you look at the price. It's not actually that great a price uh, to come back. We're getting a real close to tip off between the Grizzlies and the Jazz. Uh, somebody took the Grizzlies a little bit. One of the books went from 9.5 to 9. So uh, nines available out there if you do want the Jazz. 9.5. Pretty much across the board outside of that. If you want the Grizzlies, 226.5, your total there. And, of course, we have the late tip between the Mavericks and the Clippers. Um, 7.5, there is 1.8 out there on the Clippers. 217, 217.5, your total in that one. Um, I am, again, I'm, I'm sitting back. I'm watching. It looks like I'm going to split these early games. I had money line on Atlanta, money line. On Washington, uh, looks like I'm going to split those. I think these last two games again. I'm just going to sit back and watch. Kelly, you're on money line on Jazz, correct? Money line Jazz tied into a parlay with money line Blazers tomorrow night. I think that game's tomorrow night. Yeah, um, and, then, and then Adam, you have you have some a total bet in in one of the Jazz Grizzlies first half over 111, which is something that has been reached in all three games in which Donovan Mitchell has played. And then a couple of props: John Morant over 25 and a half. Uh, only game. 
he's been below that. Last game, he had 23, missed a three-pointer at the end of the game that would have put him over. He's going to play probably close to this entire game, no matter how the outcome goes. Kristaps Porzingis, again, I've said this multiple times, I've played the under on his rebounds every time throughout the series in this Mavs-Clippers game. You brought up a great point. Just even beyond what we've seen with Porzingis, that he's not playing inside, if Luka is not truly healthy and this game becomes a blowout, you could see uh, Carlisle deciding to yeah. sit all of the starters. The whole, the whole team and just like, all right, we're going we're, we're gonna to have to win two in a row. We're going to have to pull everybody back. We're going to have to make sure that we can get this done. Uh, the latest status, again, on Anthony Davis is uh, questionable for game six. Hopefully all the rehab and treatment that I'm doing pays off and the doctor's clear me to go. That's what we want. So getting more treatment tonight, tomorrow, and kind of talk to the doctors before the game, before and after I shoot. And hopefully everything comes back good where they clear me. That's what we're getting, Kelly. Hopefully everything comes back good. So I think from the people that I guess I, I, I follow on Twitter and respect that are close to the team, it did sound like it was 99% he wasn't going to play in game five maybe 50% game six, and if they did get to a game seven, he should be good enough to go. So I do think it's a little bit up in the air, but I think when it's you're now you're down, down a game, I think he's going to end up going. The, uh, the Dodgers are still hitting in the bottom of the first inning. It's seven to one Dodgers over the Cardinals. Uh, Carlos Martinez, two-thirds of an inning, six hits, seven earned. He's walked three in the first inning already. Um, I imagine we are not going to see very much more Carlos Martinez. No, the, uh, the, the car mart is open <laughs> for business. Uh, Danielle, I hope to God this was one of your first inning yeses. I didn't even touch this game. Oh, I told you. Those yeses are so hard to predict. And again, Dodgers, a team I do not like to bet a no on. Yeah, that, this one, this is the one you wanted to points bet. Like, so that you, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, this is one of those you're just cashing in right now. Uh, all over the place. Minnesota did get two back in the top of the eighth, so it is six to three against the Orioles. Um, so maybe they heard us talking trash about them. They were like, you know what? We'll show you. We'll go out and score runs against one of the worst teams in, in all of Major League Baseball. Still trail by three, but hey, we're not going to go down six to one. Why does that have to be a negative? I want to put a positive spin on it. They were motivated <laughs> by your speech about them. They said, we're going to show the haters. We're going to have a golf draft here. We're going to talk about our one and dones as well. Uh, final segment coming up. Primetime action here on VC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join the action on DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Just download the app and use promo code VSIN when you sign up to compete for cash prizes each week. Don't wait. Sign up now and new customers get a deposit bonus of up to $500. That's code VSIN when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Must be 18 years or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Matt Brown, did you feel like you had adequate time to prepare for the golf draft? We have the (laughs) Memorial Golf Draft coming right now. Who's your your one and done? He's still doing it. Uh, Oh, man, what did I tell the guys? Rory. Rory is my one and done. He would not be my first pick, but we're getting to the point where we've used some guys. Yeah, you're right. Right. Um, so I'm on Rory, and Gil is on Jordan Spieth. I'm on the Hoff. Ooh, throwing the Hoff in my face. On the Hoff. All right, all right. I can't argue with my mind. That's not on the camera. Number one in number one in all 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 every iteration of my model that hey, I ran. You don't have to talk to me about the greatness of the Hoff, okay? In yeah. fact, we're gonna start off the draft. He right actually now. has horrible course history here, but the course the course is new, and this is a new Hoff. So I'm going I'm going with the Hoff. Hoff, hey, my one and done. Well, let's start off the draft because I was going to snipe this one from you anyways. Hoff, top 20, plus 163. <laughs> All right, I'll take him top 10, plus 350. <laughs> okay. Hey, you you, you were the one last time, Matt, who jumped the order and was like, I'm going first. So we, uh, I won the last one. Danielle came in second. Yes, now it's Adam's turn. No problem. Um, I'm going to shoot a little higher here just because I won't be here to see the results anyway. Uh, <laughs> Matthew Fitzpatrick, plus 600, top Euro. All right, man, we're on. Yeah, we have a streak of uh, like Gil. Gil was the loser last week. The loser's supposed to give the uh, the crew pizza. So then he goes on a two week vacation right after he loses. We have a streak here, Adam. So yeah, you shoot for this guy. Doesn't matter. You won't be back here. You should give the crew tots. You should send them some tater. Oh yeah, a lot of tater tots for Isaiah. Mm. There you go. Good idea. Soggy is soggy is better. Oh. Um, uh, Doug Gim top ten plus seven fifty. Walk off. All right. He said he was going to be digging into the uh, bottom of the bag here. He did. Uh, All right. I'm going Keegan, top 20, plus 150. Mm, That's funny. I was going to go Keegan Bradley, top 30, minus 110. I'll take your boy Corey Connors, top five, plus 500. They're all going to be long shots for me. Why not? Taylor Gooch, top 30, plus 170. He could be making names up, and I wouldn't know. And it's Taylor without a Y, too. Yeah. It is oh. T-A-L-O-R. Taller, sure. Um, okay. Let's go back to my favorite market. Hovland Top Continental European plus 188. What annoys me is that I kind of knew you were going there. Yeah. And I knew I was going to lose that. So I actually had a backup ready to go. There you go. I'll take top Australian Cam Smith at 3-1. to one. Oh, uh, it, 
I'll do Tony Finau top 10 plus 188. See, it's me jumping the order now. Sorry about that. Yeah, I was. I got confused there, but yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, we good? Yeah, we're good. Okay, we're We're on Matt. It's on Matt, yeah. Rookie Fowler, top 20 plus 175. Are you you one of the guys buying the Ricky Fowler buzz this week a bit? So I'm not – listen, if you go back and look what he did – at the PGA, and he talked about how better. he made a uh, Michael Jordan's good, making him better. That he made a lot of adjustments. He also said that he uh, figured something out that he was doing putting as well. Of course, one of the guys that historically has been one of the better putters out there, and then he had lost that as well. Said he figured out something that he was doing putting that he uh, thinks he's going to get back, get him back on track as well. So. We'll see right here. I also took a big long shot on him to win the British Open. Just uh, if anybody has, if anybody wants to put some money and have it sit for a while, I have a, I have a ticket on Ricky to win the British Open. Okay, all right, um, all right. Mom up, right? Jordan Spieth, top Texas play, University of Texas player, plus one ten. <laughs> That's not even a thing. <laughs> that is. Where is this? Uh, Find this for me. Yeah, I got you. I'll yeah, go, I see it. I'll go Colin Morikawa top five, four to one. Kevin Streelman plus one sixty three, top twenty. Wow, how did you end up on Streelman? I'm on Streelman. Uh, well, you probably I'm saw on my beautiful graphic. Well. He's on Fitzpatrick and Streelman. Those are my two other plays here. It's, you should have played better. I, I, I mean, I do learn by osmosis eventually, guys. Uh, Matt Fitzpatrick top ten uh, plus two fifty. Uh, Danielle, come, go ahead and come back to me. No, what? I don't. What do you mean? Come back to you. You set the order for this thing. Make your pick. I needed a long shot. You guys have, all right, you know what? Give me, give me my boy, Emiliano Grio. I'm going to go top 10 on Grio plus 350. I'll go DeChambeau to miss the cut at plus 380. Kind of like that. Miss the cut. Spicy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's that's a very. uh, That's a very good word for it. All right. Uh, I will take for my last one Russell Henley at eleven to one top five. I um, I was going to go Streelman top ten plus three fifty, but I don't want to have like so many of the same. I also was going to go Hoff top five, but y'all all have Hoff bets, so I'm going to do that. Um, I'll take Xander. Um, top 10 plus 150. I think he kind of starts to find it here a little bit. Interesting so. you say that. I never bet the guy, and uh, I got close to it this week. I got close to it. But that being said, I do want to say um, I, I do love Hoffman this week, more in the derivative markets than than the outright. So I, I, and I, I have a good amount of money on, on Streelman as well. I did bet Gim and Gooch and uh, Fowler as well. Again, not all those are going to be outright. Some of those in, in, again, these top 20, top 30, top 40 markets you can bet. But um, I do like all those guys this week. Again, as usual, I try to keep my player pool here in, in as far as guys that I'm actually betting. So um, if you want to take any of those plays, go right ahead. Uh, by the way, Donovan Mitchell for three Utah out to a 16-7 to lead over Memphis. That is just a tidy little three minutes into the game. There will be no window on getting a buy on the Jazz. Yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna be able to get in on that one. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, did I hear the goal horn for the Winnipeg Jets? It's only been like two hours since we played it. But it yeah. has been quite a long time. Winnipeg gets a goal, and uh, we talked about it. Uh, roughly seven to one to come back in this game, and uh, that number is obviously shortened quite a bit. Oh yeah, Th- cut in half. Three three plus three thirty five now on on the Jets minus four eighty on Montreal. So uh, Adam. Now that it's, I mean, over half the period to play, plus 335 number, is it at least tempting or no? No? Uh, no. You don't I, look I, like you're tempting. No, I, I, I'm just not going to go there. I don't think Montreal's necessarily done scoring in this game. You did not look like you were tempted at all, and I think. Uh, Kelly, uh, as far as this, this golf, let's put a bow on uh, on the golf here. What was something? What was something that in in your research that you found that was that kind of like stood out to you? I think like so for me, what really stood out to me was just like some of these guys with their par five scoring, which was something I think like, you know one of these one of the stats that I think is going to be important this week. And yeah, so I weighed that. while I didn't play some of them, I mean some of the weirdest things I guess to me like over the last thirty six rounds, if we're looking at strokes gained par five. I mean, I did play Xander, but Xander's number one overall strokes game par five over the last 36 rounds in this field. But it's Hovland, it's Spieth, Sam Burns, 
Justin Thomas, Max Homa. So some of these guys that haven't been super sharp of late um, are all kind of really, really good up there in this par five scoring. Danny Willett is showing up in there. Carlos Ortiz showing up in par five. So some of the names that, you know, if, if we think that it's going to be one of these courses where you're going to really need to get after it on the par fives, maybe some of these other names, some of these longer, longer, uh, longer guys out there are, are worth taking a, a shot on as well. Yeah, yeah, it could be. I mean, it does feel like, I think when we talk win, like win equity, it does feel like, uh, like there's some guys at the top of the board I have no interest in playing, like Rom, I have no interest in playing him. Mm-hmm. I, 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 DeChambeau, I have no interest in playing this week. Xander, I almost played. I don't know how long, long, I, I think uh, Streelman and Woodland were about as long as I was willing to go this week on long shots. With the uh, small, with the small greens as well, I did weigh scrambling a little bit mm-hmm. here to see what these guys are going to be able to do. Christian Bazudenhut, yeah, number yeah. one over the last uh, 36 rounds as far as scrambling. Tringali in the top five, a guy that continues to pop up for us in a lot of the things that we're doing. A couple of the names that were interesting to me as well. Uh, Wyndham Clark, Sungjae M, Cam Smith, and uh, Carlos Ortiz again popping up all inside the top 15 in the last 36 rounds as far as scrambling goes. Question for you guys, because we're devaluing course history a little bit, and this is more a philosophical question, Mm -hmm. are you then adjusting anything in terms of recent form with these guys. So I look at the last, I don't know how much Kelly weighs. So I do look at the last 12 rounds. Like, so I'll run my model 36, 24th and 12. I do exactly. And, and I do, I like to look at the, at the, at the 12 and kind of see, especially if there's a guy who's checking like every single box. So he's just in spectacular form for everything that I'm looking for. Then that guy can get a lot of attention for me. And, and that guy is the Hoff. I mean, that's that's the guy right now. Yeah, I look at all three of those. It's 12, 24, and 36. I would say that I focus more more on the 12 and 24, but, Matt, I'm usually trying to find guys that are, you know, like I'll I'll look at our top, you know, top 20 on my model, Adam, right? And I'm trying to look for guys that are going to hit probably the top 10 in both of those, you know, past 12, past 24. And the goal really going. Montreal with another goal. I Oh well, the seven to one is is it's not dead, but it's not great. It's life support. Four to two in favor of Montreal. I believe, with, believe I didn't think that the Montreal Canadiens were done scoring, so I didn't want that price. Yeah, and, uh, nine yeah. minutes left there in the third. Yeah, uh, I think we, it's, I'm I'm interested to see how much you know the long hitters, how much success they have here this week with, with some of the changes to the holes, like you talked about. Mm-hmm. We know the course is still going to be long, but we also know. It, with a Nicholas design again, it's 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 wider fairways to start, but they're, but he's they're going to punish you for going at you know hitting in the rough off the off the tee, and it gets tough then on your approach shots in from there. So I'm interested to see how some of those guys do this week because I I didn't play anybody that was real real long off the tee. Final in Philly, 129 to 112. Wizards are eliminated. The Sixers move on. Uh, six minutes left in the fourth. Hawks are now up 15 on the Knicks. They are looking to move on as well. Jazz out to a big 23 to 12 lead here to start in the first quarter. Still about half the quarter there as well. For Adam, for Kelly, for Danielle, I'm Matt. Talk to you guys tomorrow. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.